Hello and welcome to UCC 98.3 FM. We are here with Sheila McClelland, the CEO of the NMBI, the Nursing and Midwifery Board of Ireland. So can you tell me a little bit about what that exactly is, Sheila? Good afternoon. Um, thank you. I'm delighted to be on with you and thanks for giving me the opportunity. Yes. So the Nursing and Midwifery Board of Ireland um, is the regulator for the nurses and midwives, the, the professions. Um, and what that actually means is that we, um, as the regulator, set the standards for access to the register. So we you have, we set a certain standard of learning and development and competencies that um, a nurse will have to have before she or a midwife before they can be entered onto the re- onto the register registered as a nurse or midwife in the profession. Um, then when they're on the, re- the register, they have to maintain their registration every year. They have to, to pay a fee. Um, and in doing that more recently, we have digitised that process and we have now been able to obtain some additional information about nurses and midwives with what they're doing, where they're um, placed currently um, and what their primary area of um, expertise is that they're using in day-to-day life. And then thirdly, we have um, a complaints function um, that where if a complaint is made about um, a registrant, then we have the power to investigate that. So that's broadly our, our um, rematch. You said there you can tell what areas of expertise the nurses are in. Can you give me a few statistics on that? Yes. So um, we have 82,000 people on the register at the minute. We have every year there are about 2,100 students that we actually recognise on the register. So those students um, would be coming into the universities. Um, so they make their way through. So if you imagine then there are circa about 8,000 students on our candidate register. So then children's or midwifery. So those are the five points of entry that you would do if you were coming um, onto the register for the first time. Also, um, if we are going to put newcomer nurses and midwives into Ireland onto the register, they too would go onto one of those divisions, mostly onto general, sometimes onto midwifery, um, and sometimes we're trying to make sure that if somebody comes with a skill set from their previous experience, that those two can be recognised quite quickly so they can really be targeted towards the areas that they have the most experience in. So 82,000 registrants. And the majority are obviously on the general division. And then we have small, small much smaller numbers on the mental health ID. Um, midwifery, midwifery service, for instance, is about um, 9,000, 9,500. Um, and uh, children. So and last night we did... a. We did a summer series in um, Cork and we um, identified the number that are on the um, children's register, which is 6,000. That's brilliant. I'm glad you brought up the summer series because I'd love to talk about it a little bit. So if you walk me through what exactly the summer series is focused on. So the summer series um, is, a, um, you know, as a regulator, sometimes we stand very much in the background and we, we had a reputation of that in the, fa- in the past. So uh, we want to change that. We are part of a big health ecosystem. We are certainly very important, we think, um, but we are connected to the rest of the system. So we want to go out and talk to um, registrants and the wider population about what is the current state of pressure in the health system and then what is coming in the future. So what we prepare for in the future is respect of what we understand the professions are seeing 
And obviously that has to be evidence-based, but the best way to do that is to talk to people who are experiencing those pressures and opportunities at this moment in time. So we had this concept and what, what we're going to do is we're going to talk to um, have events that are targeted at the specific divisions. So last night was a great event in um, in Cork in the university um, who have worked with us and other universities around the country are also working with us. So um, we were targeting the children's division and it was all about services in the community for for children's nurses and what they provide and the pressures and stresses that that creates. And um, we also had a very, very impressive parent who was able to reflect his experience of dealing with the children's nurses. So we listen and we create a forum for people to um, to present their story. Um, We also obviously had an open invite and we had about 40 people attended. Most of them probably were children's nurses or other people who were nurses but weren't necessarily in that division. But we were there to listen, to listen to their stories and to hear how we need to create policy for the future and regulation for the future that will serve their needs and serve the needs of the patients and citizens. We're going to do it further. We are going to ask them next Tuesday night to talk about general, the general division. We are then going on to Sligo to talk about intellectual disability on Wednesday and next Thursday night we'll be finishing up in Letterkenny talking about mental health, the mental health nurses. So I would encourage people to come. It's certainly not close to nursing or midwifery. Um, it's open to everybody. Please, if you're made aware of it and you would like to participate, we would be really open to having a really diverse sections of the of the community and the professions there. I think that's a really important thing to mention as well, that healthcare isn't just for nurses or midwives or healthcare professionals. It's for everybody. It concerns everybody. So those mm-hmm. tickets will be available at Eventbrite, is that right? That's right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Perfect. And in your mm-hmm. position as CEO of the NMBI or the Nursing and Midwifery Board of Ireland, you are hoping to change the progression of training. Is that right? Yes, not just me. Um, there has been an expert review undertaken over the last two years and it was just the report has recently been published. There are 47 recommendations for that. Um, and some of those are indeed, we're delighted to say, recommendations that we made, um, but other people made them too. So um, the chief nurse will have the responsibility of driving that uh, program and making sure that the uh, different recommendations are turned into reality. We have a leading role in many of them, and some of those areas would be certainly in change. And, you know, it's looking at, we need more nurses. We have the best nurses, and this was made clear last night, if we didn't know it already, that Ireland has like superior quality nurses that are trained in Ireland. They are the best. So we want to keep that standard, but we need more of them. And we, we again, from what I mentioned earlier about um, our record keeping, now we do have a profile of age, so we can tell when there's going to be cliff edges with, um, you know, with, with loss out of some of the divisions due to people moving towards retirement. So we, we know all of that. We know we need more as we stand. We certainly need more into the future. So where are we going to, where are we going to get them from? We need to think about more imaginative ways of um, you know letting people into the nurse education programme. We have a, a gateway at the minute, which is through the CAO, where most young people come in after they've done their leaving cert. 
it's very competitive and the, score, the points are very high. So for a children's integrated course, that would be children's in general, the, the points, as was mentioned last night, 560 points. So it, it's, it's a barrier to many people who want to go into nursing. Um, are there other people that could be a really brilliant nurse? Probably. Can we find a way to get them in? Possibly. So we need to look at imaginative ways of inducting them. We certainly want at the point of graduation, we want them all to have attained the same superior level of education and skills and attainment and competence. But the way to get there can be many and varied. So for instance, people might want to change career um, and do a postgrad in nursing where maybe some of their previous learning would be recognised. Some people may want to go a slow, slower route in, maybe um, you know, maybe just their their acquisition of their sort of the development of their logic and strategic thinking comes a bit later. So maybe they do a pre-nursing course in those ways in there. So we have to look at imaginative ways of getting them in. On the other side, there is a cap on how many we can take into the system because of the fact that unlike any other course or many other courses, you have to um, place and spend some of your time as a student in the clinical setting. That puts pressure in the clinical setting and therefore they are constrained about the numbers they can take. So we need to look at more imaginative places where students can be placed. We know that there's a shift left in, in relation to service. So the service is moving into the community. People will be better cared for and, and maintained in their home setting. So that's the case and we need to think about how we then train nurses whilst they are undergraduates. Should we expose them to those experiences in the home setting? There aren't that many of those placements at the minute, or certainly not. It'll not be, it wouldn't be proportionate to where we want to get to in relation to the balance of where health is delivered. So we need to think about all of that and then try to scope as much capacity, clinical setting capacity, into the system as possible. So that's a big exercise. But the two things need to be done in tandem so we get more Irish graduate nurses out the system. Irish nursing has always been such a huge tradition. The cry out for nurses is worldwide but particularly we hear it all the time from the government but it's not for lack of people it's not for lack of people who want to do nursing it's a very competitive course to get into yeah it is it is very competitive but we also you know we you know com- competition is good um we do want you know the best but we, and we also want the right fit they're very expensive courses to invest in nursing and free education. So we need to mind them while they're on the course. We need to mind their mental health. This was again raised last night by a very, very eloquent student. Um, so we honestly need to make sure that we're, when we start the investment, we follow it right through and we then um, look after them once they graduate. And certainly we need to look after the workforce when it is established and more mature. So it's a whole systems approach as they talk about no, you're absolutely right there. Unfortunately, we have come to the end of our time. Thank you so much, Sheila. Okay. It's been fantastic. Just okay. to thank recap you very much. over the summer series. I'm going to ask, we're going to ask Sloan and Tuesday to Perfect. talk about general nursing, um, to Sligo on Wednesday to talk about intellectual disability, and to in, on Thursday to Letter Kenny to talk about the mental health um, nurse sort of profession. So please, please uh, be encouraged to come along. I know you're talking to people around the Cork area, but I do know one lady last night or two sisters who actually thought they might come to Sligo and or Letterkenny. So um, they felt it was beneficial for them. So, um, you know, I'm delighted if we see people and certainly broader, even in the, the nurse and midwifery profession, um, patient advocate groups, the media, 
we're really happy to see anybody and to, to take questions and take comments because everybody has a part to play in this. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Sheila. It's Thank been fantastic you. chatting to you. Thank you very much. Thank you and have a good evening.